2 Corinthians 5, verse 20. It says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I'm going to read the first portion of that verse again. It says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. And I want to preach here for a few minutes this morning on the title, God's Special Agents. God's Special Agents. You may be seated. Now let's talk a little bit about, at the beginning here, of what an earthly ambassador is. An ambassador is a government official that's been authorized by their government to represent and speak on behalf of their country while living in a foreign land. The ambassador provides a connection between the country that he or she represents and the host nation that they're living in. Now let's look today through this message at some of the functions of an ambassador and the importance of us functioning as God's special agents in order to bring reconciliation between man and God. Did you know that because of sin, man needs to be reconciled to God? The Bible says that there's only one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. So because of sin, there's been a breach between God and man. There's been a separation since the fall in the Garden of Eden. But that's why Jesus came, to be that bridge, to be that connection between humanity and the Lord. And he took our spot. He took our place. And took the punishment of sin so that we don't have to die in our sins. So we're thankful for the Lord, to the Lord, for what he's done for us. But it's our job now as ambassadors for Christ, as God's special agents, to now connect man back to the Lord through the Lord Jesus Christ. And as an ambassador, the first thing I want to look at first is that an ambassador is a messenger, first of all. There's somebody who's been entrusted with a message. The ambassador doesn't speak on his own authority, nor do they present their own opinions or their own demands. The ambassador simply declares the message that his or her president or king has commissioned them with. And we have also been commissioned with the message. Now when we say that we've been commissioned, that's a lot more than a suggestion. When God has commissioned us, it means really that he's commanded us. Because the word commission is defined as a command with a mission and a purpose. 
And the Bible says in Mark 16, 15 through 16, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You see, we have a commandment from the Lord. He didn't say if you feel like going, if you, one of these days, go. If it fits in your schedule, go. No. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And that's what we need to be doing today. While everything is taking place in the world, the signs of the times are happening right before our eyes. What are we to do? We're to take this message of the gospel to all of the world. We have a message. We have a commandment. But we need to take it to the world. Now let's say, let's understand this. Your world is different than my world. We understand that the scripture here is speaking to, of the whole world, yes. But in order for us to reach the whole world, you gotta reach your world. And I gotta reach my world. Your world and my world are those that are around us, our circle of influence that we have upon people. Your family is in your world. Your friends and loved ones are in your world. Some of you have access to places that a lot of us will never be able to go into because that's your world. But if you reach your world and I reach my world, then we will go into all the world. And the Lord is is commanding us during this time, go into all the world. You have the message of the gospel, the message of good news that Jesus saves, that Jesus heals, that Jesus delivers and makes free, that Jesus can transform your life. You have this message, but you also have a command to go. Brother, you got to go. Sister, you got to go to all the world. Young person, go. All of us, we need to go and take this message. And we don't declare our own message. We're ambassadors. We're God's special agents. We're not sitting here declaring our own opinions. Or what we think is, is, is part of the Bible that we like and we're going to declare that part only. No, we're going to declare the whole message. Praise God. I was watching some years ago on TBN, a preacher, you know, and, and, and you know, the preachers that go on to TBN, they call it Trinity Broadcasting System for a reason, right? Trinitarian. So this preacher, he had went on, but he snuck in because he was apostolic. And he began to preach, and he said, if you don't believe in Deuteronomy 6.4 that the Lord is one, then just go ahead and rip that page out of the Bible. And he literally ripped the page out of the Bible and crumpled it up and threw it. And then he said, if you don't believe 
that baptism should be administered in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, then let's just go ahead and rip that page out of the Bible and crumple it up. You see, what he was doing, he was, he was making a point that we're not going to we're not going to just point out the portions of scripture that we think are important we're going to present the whole message the whole gospel to this whole world so that they might be saved from their sin so we're messengers and we need to go but the ambassador is also a representative he represents they represent their country, their government, their king. And they should reflect the character of their homeland. Remember, the ambassador is living in a foreign land. But they need to reflect the character of their homeland. The honor and the reputation of the ambassador's homeland is in the ambassador's hands. They walk a fine line. Because they live in a foreign country, but they're responsible for another. And they live according to laws and customs that are unknown and often misunderstood by the host country. And we, as ambassadors, we represent God and his kingdom. And did you know that this world... The only Jesus that they will know is the one that we present to them. The Jesus that your family's gonna come to know is the Jesus that you represent. The Jesus that your friends and your loved ones and those that are in your circle of influence are gonna know are the is the Jesus that you portray and represent. And present to the people. And in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14. The Bible says to pursue peace with all people. And holiness with which no one will see the Lord. And I mention this verse because a lot of times when we read this verse. We, we take it as saying that if we as Christians. Don't have peace with all men. And if we as Christians in our personal lives don't have holiness and live separated from the world, then we take it as saying that we ourselves will never see the Lord. And that's true. But I believe there's a double application to this verse. And it speaks to us as ambassadors. And how to represent the Lord. Because it says that we are to to pursue peace with all people why because we represent the lord and we have to pursue peace with those that are out there but it says all people so we need to learn how to be peaceful and get along with those that are in here too you know one of the things that threw me off when i became a christian is that when I found out that Christians fight each other all the time and there are times that Christians will talk about each other and there are times where Christians can't talk to each other and there are times when Christians will avoid each other when I thought we were all on the same team 
And when I got converted and I found that out, that really bothered me. Because I said, if we can't get along in here, forget about getting along with people that don't even know the Lord. So I got to be able to have peace with my brother. I got to be able to get along with my brother and love you and work together with you in unity. Why? Because we represent a kingdom that's not of this world. We represent the Lord Jesus Christ himself, our king, our soon coming king. And I want to be able to represent him well. So I want to get along with my brothers and my sisters. I, I could never feel comfortable as a child of God coming and trying to praise the Lord when I don't get along with my brothers and my sisters. As a matter of fact, the Lord tells us, uh, if you want to come and leave your gift at the altar, but you got something going on, there's, a, there's something going on between you and your brother, go fix that first and then come leave your gift. So there's been over the years, Brother Rusi's had to approach some people. You know what? And I say, I'm sorry, because I want to get along. Amen. Amen. But it says we got to pursue peace with all people and, and holiness. You know why holiness? Which we're, when we separate our lives from this world and dedicated to God, when you live a life of holiness, what's going to happen is people are going to be able to see Jesus in you. And that's what I believe this verse is really telling us. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without no one out there will see the Lord in you. So if I'm going to be an ambassador that represents my God. See, it's one thing we have to understand. You represent PFAC. Did you know that? You represent your pastor and first lady. Some of you, that's, that's a revelation right now to you. Ultimately, we represent God. But that's why when we're out there, we got to act right. We got to get along with people. You can't be getting and throwing a fit at the restaurant because they undercooked the chicken. And you take it out on the waitress when, by the way, she didn't cook it. Or you, or you lose it completely because in the drive-thru, they forgot to put ketchup in the bag. And you park, and then you get out and slam it. I'm going to tell them right now that they're going to have to make my whole order over again because they forgot to catch up. And we forget that we're representing a kingdom. That we're ambassadors. That we're God's special agents that have been called to represent the Lord so that man can be reconciled back to God. Oh, praise God. And because we're from that, of that kingdom, not of this earth, the Bible says that for our citizenship is in heaven. Because of that, because we're not part of this world system, 
We're not part of of what this world says is right and wrong. We go by what the Bible says is right and wrong. And because of that, we are different from the rest. And you got to stand up for what you believe in, apostolic. Right now, like never before, you got to stand up and represent who you are in your home, in your neighborhood, at your workplace, at your school, wherever you might be. We need to stand up and represent who we are and live it because it's one thing to talk it, but it's another thing to walk it. It's, an, it's one thing to say it, but it's a whole other thing to display it. And people will, praise God, people out there, you know what they're going to go off of? Not that much of what you say, but they're going to mainly go off of what you do and how you live. The Bible says that we are letters, that living letters that, that are read by all men. In other words, people out there, are going to read us. Am I going to go to PFAC? Well, it depends. How does my coworker act? He says he goes there. She says she goes there. Let me see how they, what their lifestyle is like. And do you know people actually do that? When I came to church for the first time, I thought all preachers were con artists. That was just what I thought. Okay? But I observed the, the bishop at that time who was the pastor. And I looked at his life. And I said, you know what? He's the real deal. I'm going to serve the Lord. It convinced me to serve the Lord, believe it or not. Our lifestyle plays an important role. If people out there are going to serve the Lord or not. If your neighbor's going to come to your cell group when you decide to open up that cell group, they're not going to come if all they hear is yelling and screaming all day long there. Okay, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Pastor Anthony, when you're ready to step, on, step in, you can take over. But we're talking about an ambassador, okay? But an ambassador is also a protector. Number three. This is another responsibility of the ambassador is to protect. This connects to what we were saying to his or fellow countrymen that are living in the host country. In other words, we already said it. We're not to fight each other. Instead, we're to love one another. 1 John 3.14, we know that we all have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. But also the ambassador can offer refuge within his country's embassy. Because again, the ambassador lives in a foreign land, but he has an embassy that can be opened up to his fellow citizens or to foreigners that are seeking asylum, that are seeking shelter, that are seeking help, that are even seeking medical help. The the ambassador can open up the embassy and say, come on in. And the embassy represents for us the church. 
It represents the church that PFAC is the embassy in this world in the city of Phoenix. And the church is open to all to offer a refuge, to offer salvation, to offer healing through the power of the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost and the word. And the embassy is, has its doors open. Why? Because Jesus has his arms open to all that are willing to come to him. You see, the difference between an embassy in the natural world and the church is this, that an embassy out there in the natural world has the choice to either open its doors or close its doors. But Jesus has his doors open to all. And this church is open to all. My brother and my sister, if you need a refuge, if you need healing, if you need the Lord to come in and bless you or perform a miracle or help you in whatever situation you're going through, the Lord is open for you to come to him. My brother, that's prodigal son or prodigal daughter, it's open to you as well. Because I know that it's not easy. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I believe it's word is for somebody. It's not easy to come back once you've left. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't make it easy on you. Forgive us. But let me tell you what. Jesus Christ has never rejected you. He's never abandoned you, and he's open for you to come to him for restoration. Now is the time to come back to the Lord. And visiting friend that's been visiting for some time now, you've been hearing the word. You've been coming and you know that the Lord has been calling you and dealing with your life. Let me tell you what, the Lord is open to you as well. I love the Bible when it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the part that I like the best out of that verse is that it says whomsoever. That means anybody. That means everybody. That means all those. It doesn't matter how much money you got. It doesn't matter what your last name is is what race or ethnic your ethnicity is none of that matters what your background is it doesn't matter whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life he's saying I'm open the church is open the embassy is open and right now you're going to see people come because what's happening out there in Israel and in the Middle East, all this is going to escalate, church. It's going to continue to escalate. Jesus declared and prophesied about these things. It's like birth pangs. They get worse and worse and worse until the baby is born. And that's what's happening today. Things are escalating. And because of that, 
Many people are asking questions. They're not only asking me, the pastor, and the pastor. They're asking every one of you too, I believe. Many of you have been, been receiving questions. What's going on in the world? What are we supposed to do right now? You have the answer. You have the message. And it's time to say, you know what? I know where I can take you. I'm going to take you to the church. Brother and sister, right now is not the time to leave the church. It never is the time. But right now is the time to be at church. When the church doors are open, be in the house of God. Because we're living in perilous times. And we need to hear the word. And we need to have direction. And we need to have guidance from the word of the Lord. And gather here in corporate worship. And pray for one another. And amen. Help one another. And uplift one another. Because the things out there are going to get worse. I don't know about you. But Brother Rusi's not leaving the church. What about you? My brother, what about you, my sister? Right now is not the time to leave. I'm going to stay in the house of God. I'm going to stay in the embassy because here is where I have refuge. Here is where I'm going to find healing. Here is where I'm going to find strength. Here is where I'm going to find Jesus. But don't you know, preacher, you can find Jesus out there? Well, number one, we don't find Jesus. Jesus found us. And I understand we can connect to the Lord out there. But if you're not in here, you're going to struggle out there. Because here's where you're getting fed by your pastor. Here's where you're getting led to greener pastures. Here in the house of God is where we have to be. I don't know how many times it's been. I've come to the house of the Lord with the need. And in this same very place, God has met that need. How many witnesses do we have to that? <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to stay in the church. I'm going to stay in the church. Come to the church. I'm almost going to be finishing. The ambassador is also a communicator. Now, we said that he's a messenger. But let me, let me look at the other side of this. Because the ambassador, he needs to be able to effectively communicate to the, with the host nation. You know what that means? That we need to be able to communicate with the people that are out there. We need to know, not that we are going to lower our lifestyle down. No. Going to represent Jesus. But you need to know how to connect with people. Amen? I can't be so spiritual, okay, that I can't connect with people that are going through everyday issues. Share your testimony with people. Learn to relate to people, okay? Learn to communicate with them. Know what's going on in the world. It's time to study the word. And that takes me to the other part of being a communicator because the ambassador must have daily communication with their king. Whether it be via written or verbal communication. And we must communicate daily with God through the word and through prayer. 
Oh, this is part of being one of God's special agents. This is part of what we do during the times that we're living in is we need to get into the word and we need to get into prayer. We need to make time on a daily basis. Give us today our daily bread. That's the prayer. Why? Because it's not a once a week bread that we eat. We need to be fed daily from the word. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. That's the word. But then also, I got to be in prayer. You know what you're going to discover? after you develop a prayer life, is that you will be praying all day long. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It's one thing to have that time, devotional time in the morning, whether it be in the morning, afternoon, or night, but you're going to find out once you really connect with the Lord in prayer, you're going to be praying all day long. Even when you're at work, you're going to have that constant connection, and you're going to find yourself constantly speaking to the Lord. And many times, some of you will know what I'm speaking of right now. You'll just be going about your day, and the Lord will just speak to you right there in a moment. And you weren't even realizing what was going on, but it's because you're in constant daily communication with the spirit of God and I want to encourage somebody today get into prayer whether it be in the morning whether it be in the afternoon whether it be in the night but let's learn to pray and not not only learn to pray for our own needs but let's pray for our brethren let's pray for our loved ones let's continue to pray for our pastor and our first lady and the pastoral family not only because of the, the, what has happened, but they have to also have our prayer at all times. Church, we need to be a body of believers that know how to pray because it is our direct connection with the Lord. And when you pray, guess what? You're never going to find a busy signal. When the Lord says, I'm not available, you might call me and I might say I'm not available, but when you get a hold of the Lord and when you call on Jesus, his line is always open. He's there attentive, willing to hear you, and also able to speak to you. I'm going to get one of the musicians up here. Let me get one of the musicians, please. The ambassador is also bilingual. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. But the ambassador should be articulate in his or his native language. And he must also learn to, to speak the language of the host nation to be successful. We talked about that. We've got to learn to speak to the lost. But we also ought to be fluent in the language of the Holy Ghost. You know what? Some of you haven't spoken in tongues in a long time. Speaking in other tongues should be a daily occurrence. It is? I thought that it was that one-time thing when I, when I was born again. No, that was just the beginning. We got to speak in tongues every day. 
When you speak in other tongues, guess what? The devil doesn't understand it. But God hears it. And really, it's the Spirit interceding through us. Because we ourselves, the Bible teaches, don't really know how to pray for our own things. But the Lord will intercede through us in other tongues. I want to recommend to somebody, if you haven't spoken in other tongues, today's the day to get reconnected and be refilled and speak in other tongues at this altar call today. If you've never been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, today's the perfect Sunday to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And you don't have to beg for him to come he says I'm willing to come in to you if you repent of your sins I will fill you and today is the day my friend that you can receive the spirit of God in you and the evidence will be that you will speak in other tongues do we still believe that here at PFAC oh yeah we do we still believe in the new birth until the coming of Jesus I'm going to finish with this So we're speaking about an ambassador. This is God's special agent. He's a messenger. He's a representative. We represent God in his kingdom. We protect our brethren. The prodigals, we offer refuge. It's the Lord and those that need to come to Jesus. We're communicators. Because we communicate daily with God through the word and prayer. We're bilingual. And some of us trilingual. You speak English, some of you speak Spanish, but we also speak in other tongues. But you know what else I like about the ambassador? Is that the ambassador is called home in time of war. You see, the ambassador is required to remain in the host country until his time of his or her service is completed. With that said, though, there's a clause in the ambassador's contract that reads, During times of war, the ambassador will be withdrawn from host country. And you can see that that's happening wherever there's war in the world. The ambassadors that are in those countries have to return back home. As a matter of fact, many times those host countries will expel the ambassadors out, go back. And let me say this, in the spirit and in this world, there is a war that is coming that's called the Great Tribulation. But prior to that great tribulation, everybody that's an ambassador, everybody that is one of God's special agents will be called home before that war breaks out in the rapture of the church. And I like that clause because as I'm serving the Lord here, as I'm preaching his message here, as I represent him in this host country, this host nation, which is this world. We're not of this world. As we protect 
as we communicate with him in this world there cometh the day soon very soon that the rapture of the church will take place and he will take his people out of this world to be in heaven with him forever first thessalonians 4 16 through 17 for the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of god and the dead in christ will rise first then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and thus we shall always be with the lord So do what you got to do now, PFAC. Serve the Lord now. Reach the lost now. Be that ambassador now. Prodigal, come back to the Lord now. The Lord will use your life once again. Visiting friend, come to Jesus now. Because prophecy tells us, and again, we can see what's happening in the world that there cometh the day soon that the great tribulation will start but the Lord's going to take his bride, his church out of this world let's stand